When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Palmer Bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1800 858 858. It's only mid-August, but we are down to the business end of the PGA's tour season. 125 players entered the FedEx playoffs last week. Now that's been whittled down to 70 after Will Zalatoris won a three-hole playoff against Stoster and Sepp Stracker to win the St Jude Championship. Next it is the BMW Championship this weekend and after that just the top 30 ranked golfers will remain for the season ending tour championship with a possible $18 million US on the line. So it's now time for us to crunch the golfing numbers with friend of the show David Bileski. We can check him out on Twitter AT Deep Dive Golf. Welcome back uh, David and one of the reasons we got you back is you successfully predicted Will Zalatoris wasn't far away. You nailed it. Cheers Smithy. Yeah, no, good to be back on. It was uh, it was an awesome week for the, the tips last week. Not only did I have um, Will Zalatoris, I had uh, Colin Marikawa who was in fifth and um, perhaps ironically, actually, the, the biggest return of the week was on Trey Malinak, who I tipped up at 250 to 1. He finished fifth, so the place money on him um, actually played out um, more than uh, Will Zalatoris as the winner, which isn't quite as sexy, but it, it pays the bills, so no, that's good. And um, over on the DP World Tour, um, picked Ewan Ferguson as the winner as well, so got a rare double um, transatlantic, which uh, per dollar invested was returning about 667 to 1, so um, very, very good week um, over it sure was. Uh, terrific week uh, for Zalatoris himself, breaking through, of course, after being threatening for quite some time. Uh, this is a, a young kid, and he is a young kid, who believes he's one of the best putters in the world now that he's had that problem fixed up. Um, and I guess now the world uh, will be his oyster now that he's broken through. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, Zalatoris has, has taken a lot of criticism um, from from pundits and, and the casual observers um, for some time on the putting stroke and and don't get me wrong I mean you, you do see him on some of these four to six foot putts and, and the stroke does still get quite a bit uh, wobbly on the on the old backswing so it does uh, make it some uh, some nervy watching if you if you're on him um, but look I, one of the reasons I, I tipped him um, going into to last week at the St Jude was it's a it's a ball stroke uh, striking paradise and, and your approach play really matters and, and on his day he is the best of the world um, with his irons um, combined with the fact that he's, he has made this huge improvement with his putter over this last year we've seen him con- continuously uh, contending at, at these majors and at these top events um, and obviously the week before as well he'd actually quite spectacularly fired, fired his caddy midway through the round so instead of his, his old caddy, who he'd, he maintained he's very good friends with, um, he had a short game coach on the bag last week as well. So that was part of the reason as well, having the, the short game coach right there, helping him read his putts, um, and, and it paid off. 
Okay, the the BMW Championship, of course, which is uh, leg number two of the Triple Crown, as such, plays out at the Wilmington Country Club this week. Um, what type of course is that? What kind of player uh, will will we be factoring in uh, this time around? Bearing in mind the form coming off last week. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's the first time appearance on on this course, and, and there haven't been any other professional tournaments played on this course before. So everybody's going to be having a first look at it, which is quite interesting and adds an interesting dynamic to the week as well. Um, home course for President Joe Biden as well. It, it's a fairly long test, so it's a par seventy one and seventy five uh, seventy five hundred yards or so on the on the playbook. So um, you, you're going to need to have some distance off the tee, and that, that's key um, this week for me when we're looking at the par. Fours. Three of them are uh, over 490 yards. You've got three long pass threes as well, all over 200 yards. So you've got 206 yards, 205 and a 234 yard, um, which has got water short as well on that one. And then the par fives are incredibly long as well. So that's a lot of that yardage for the course. So have got 582 uh, yeah, par 5, the 12th is 634 yards, so over 600 yards. It's going to be a massive test, and that's got water off the front as well. So I highly doubt you'll see any golfers going for that one in two. Um, then the 14th is 649 yards. Um, you've actually got two par 4s below 400 yards on the course as well. So I'm really factoring in the driving distance this week. I think that um, if you can be um, long off the tee, I, I would compare it to like a quail hollow, um, both visually and in terms of the way that the, the card sets up. You've got to move the ball both ways. Um, fairly spacious off the, off the tee. So um, if you do get a little errant, um, that's, that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Um, then the approach plays just into these huge, like almost comically large greens. The greens are about 8,100 8, 8, square foot on average. So that's comparable to plantation as some of the biggest greens that we'll see on the course, uh, on the tour all season. So um, in terms of accuracy, the iron's going to be important. Robert Trent Jones loves these um, undulating greens as well. And he, he's famously known for creating these courses which have been appearing at other um, majors as well. So, um, yeah, look, it should be a tougher test than we've perhaps seen at other BMW championships. Um, past winners have all been at minus 20 um, or more. I, I'd probably more see the scoring uh, winning score being somewhere in that minus 16 to minus 18 kind of range, I think, will be um, enough to get the job done. Um, and, and if you recall, Smithy, I don't know if you remember, but um, last time you had me on was the Open and uh, the, the scoring predictions seem to go pretty well on that one too. Yep, bang on, absolutely, right on the money, 20 under. You're absolutely spot on. You're good, you're good, mate, I have to tell you that. Uh, here's the, um, the next thing to talk about for me. Uh, there's 70 players left uh, in the um, the tournament or the tour as such now heading for that, uh, ultimately, that, that big prize, the FedEx champion. How does it work now for people looking on? I mean, it's not just a case of the top 30 finishes next week that move on, is it? The top 30 going through the next week. Yeah, so the FedEx Cup runs all season. It's worth noting with these playoff events, they, they get quadruple points. So um, a typical PGA Tour event, the winner will get 500 points, whereas in these playoff events, they'll get 2,000. So, for example, Will Zalatoris last week won the event, and now he's at the top of the FedEx Cup standings. So I, I would liken it to, say, you were following the NFL. You know, you can, you can be the best team on paper all season, you know, go... 16-0 for the regular season, um, but you've got to get the job done in the playoffs as well. So Will Zalatoris um, jumped Scotty um, Scheffler um, to go to the top of the standing. So it, it is going to be um, very important how some of those top players play this week and then obviously the, the top 30 next week of the Tour Championship. Um, so essentially that, that 
that entry to next week, then the the scorecard is basically um, divvied up and there's kind of a head start for those guys who are ahead on the FedEx Cup. Um, and then whoever wins next week um, takes takes the full shebang and, and a cool 18 million as well. Well, Cameron Smith has already qualified for uh, the last 30 because of the fantastic season that he had, uh, of course, um, culminating in him being the Open champion as such. But uh, um, he's pulled out. Um, do you read anything into that? He's uh, citing a hip, in, hip uh, injury. Do you read anything into that? Bearing in mind, there is all sorts of speculation about his future uh, immediately following the FedEx Cup. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of it is uh, is a hip injury or the fact that his wallet's just gotten a whole lot heavier, according to reports, and, and maybe that's uh, weighing down his uh, his wallet lately. Um, look, uh, for me, I think I think as as a as an observer, I would say that the fact that he's so high up the FedEx Cup ratings. I'd say you do have to give some credence to the fact that there probably is some accuracy to the injury reports. I, I don't see him, you know, I, I think it's, uh, I'm not sure if you watched the, the press conference when he, he was asked about the, the Live Golf stuff um, and he gave perhaps the worst answer that he could have given. Um, I think it's very, very obvious that he that he is heading that way. Um, but look, I, I think despite all that, the fact he's so high up the FedEx Cup ranking, rankings, it, it would have to be, you know, a fairly serious injury for him to actually withdraw at this kind of stage of proceedings. Um, so, look, I, I think there's probably some other factors at play. Don't get me wrong, but but I would say there's there's probably some substance to, to the injury. Okay, right. Um, well, he would have been at this point uh, the number one player on Trevor Immelman's President's Cup World Team. Um, what will be the ramifications then if he announces, uh, will he be out of that? Um, and, of course, uh, Inwoman has to come up with a team pretty shortly because uh, the President's Cup is uh, right one month away at Quail Hollow. It is, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a PGO Tour event, so um, he'd be out. I mean, essentially, if he if he plays any live event prior to the President's Cup, which, which according to the rumour and, and the Telegraph is the first one reporting, they've been pretty accurate on it so far, to be fair. Um, if he does tee up at that event, he'll be out. Um, but in the press conference, he was adamant that he'll be, be playing, so it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. Right, OK. Uh, and your perspective, your perspective here, is golf and, and the PGA and the DP at this stage missing those players that have gone? Did you watch last week, Lee? Um, oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I, I watched quite a lot of it, actually. In fact, I, I was enthralled because mm. I did have a little uh, a little wager on Zalatoris, so I was glued to, to be perfectly okay, honest. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I watching it for me, just the reaction, the vibrancy of the crowd... The, the emotion from the winner, um, you know, that last hour of golf was some of the best golf that we've seen all season. It, it really was. I, I don't think that the tour is missing them. I, I really don't. I mean, Liv still is not getting the viewership that it needs to be sustainable by any means. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and I've spoken to, to you about this before, but the, the events for Liv are just these empty, hollow events with no soul, no meaning. There's, there's, no history to the tournament. There's no legacy being built on. Like, you know, and and for me as a golf fan, I don't care what the players get paid. I I, I care about that history and the legacy and the prestige that comes with it. So, uh, look, I mean, the the more players that go, yes, perhaps it becomes more of a factor. But we've got some really great rising stars coming through on both tours. Um, you know, when we're looking at the players like the Davis Rileys or the the Cameron Youngs, you know, with the right marketing, those players can be stars as well. And you do need the platform to be to launch and become a star. 
um, in the golfing world as well. So, look, I, I think if they start getting, you know, some of the Rory McIlroy's or the Justin Thomas's or those, you know, truly elite names, then then it's game over. Um, but you know, there is there is so much depth in the world of professional golf at the moment that I still think that that power lies with the PGA Tour and with the DP World Tour. In terms of the President's Cup and uh, and women's selections for the world team as such, uh, say Cameron Smith was to go and he was number one, that would bump another player who's further down up uh, in terms of a chance of playing. I think the top eight uh, in the listings or in the rankings qualify automatically. Uh, and then after that, of course, after the BMW. Um, but that leaves Ryan Fox in a fairly interesting situation and a possible selection. Yeah, potentially. I mean, look, he's had such a great year, hasn't he? And and I think that he'd be be a really strong pick um, for Wimbledon to make. Um, look, I, I I do think that the US have the upper hand. Um, I think the the depth of talent coming out of the states is still just phenomenal, and and it is streaks ahead of what the international team's going to be presenting. But you know, there's some there's some really talented names in there. I mean, Joaquin Neiman um, potentially, um, you know, rising star as well um, could potentially be top five in the world. Um, you know, come next year. So there, there's some really big names. Ryan Fox is is right up there in the rankings as well. I, I think that his season's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, be be um, great to see him on the team and, and be a great watch. Uh, I'd, I'd still give the the upper hand to the US team, but um, but no, it should be made, make for an intriguing contest. And, and as you said, say depends on uh, and what happens with Cam Smith, whether he's teeing up um, at the next live event or not, whether he'll be there. Mm, okay, uh, can we uh, just look at a, a couple of other matters of, of interest as well, uh, David? Uh, Henrik Stenson, of course, mm. uh, was sacked as the Ryder Cup captain for. Uh, Europe, uh, in the next Ryder Cup, of course, um, went on and duly won the first live event he played in. Uh, Not much uh, notice about that, not much um, uh, palaver about it either. But what was announced, of course, is Luke Donald as his replacement. A good good replacement? I think so. Look, I I mean, the worrying thing at the moment is that live golf is almost becoming like the, the, the senior tour of the DP World Tour. I mean, we're seeing these guys like, you know, Lee Westwood and Poulter and Henrik Sensen and these European players on mainly um, are going across to, to live and earning the big bucks at sort of the, the twilight of their careers. So um, it, it was interesting when Stenson went because it is actually starting to become a problem for, for the European team if they haven't got that many captains left because all these guys who are at the end of their careers or, or finish playing um, have moved across to, to live as a result. So, um, look, I, I, I think, you know, in, in his press conferences, Luke Donald was very firm in his stance. I don't see him going across whatsoever. Um, I think he's a great, great captain. Um, I, I like as well that he's still kept Eduardo Molinari um, as vice captain as well. Um, Molinari um, is a bit of an idol of mine because I love my stats and my analytics and, and all the numbers behind the game and what makes um, golfers perform as well, um, which is a big part of um, Molinari's stance. He, he works with a lot of other players um, aside from his professional golf career. Um, in terms of the golf stats and analysis that comes with um, the data as well, so he was he was pretty fundamental in Fitzpatrick's um, success this year in terms of developing his game and, and recording all his strokes as well. So I think um, Donald combined with Molinari actually makes a really strong team in terms of leadership and and um, yeah, looking forward to see who makes the final selection and who be teaming it up in Rome next year.
There's a bunch of blokes that we haven't really talked about, David, who um, who fly under the radar here, but will be absolutely smiling out of both sides of their faces at the moment, and they're the caddies on the live circuit. They don't get any blame for anything. Um, they don't get uh, ostracised publicly like the players do as such, but I would imagine they're still on some relatively healthy money. Yeah, I mean, my understanding is the typical rate's about a 10% of the paycheck, um, so I don't know if they get much of the the guaranteed contracts that um, some of these players are getting, sort of the, the hundreds of millions um, that they're getting just to come across. But no, I'm, I'm very happy happy if the, the loopers are, are getting involved as well and earning um, some decent paychecks too, because um, they, they often deserve it. Oh, I'd imagine if you, you make that commitment and say, yeah, I'll come with you, and you say, well, okay, I'll give you 5% of uh, my sign-on fee. Goodness me, that's not so bad for um, picking up a bag and carrying it around, even though they are quite heavy. Uh, there is a very important meeting uh, involving uh, the PGA players, though, um, and that is going to be chaired by the sound of it by one Tiger Woods, who won't be playing, of course, in the mm-hmm. end-of-season championship, but has, uh, is flying in. We understand that it might even be today that he's going to get the PGA players together and just... Um, I guess uh, talk about the future of the PGA and and their their part in it. Yeah, it was interesting. I just I saw footage earlier today of him um, arriving on his private jet with um, Ricky Fowler as well, which which was interesting in itself because Ricky Fowler's name's been thrown about quite a bit in terms of going across to live, and, and he's had a pretty dreadful two seasons, so he was sort of a prime candidate for for what live is targeting, which is you know a marketer's dream, but not necessarily at their the peak of their powers and not interested in competing anymore. Um, so look, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. I mean, look, Tiger's still the the name in golf and and what he says still still matters. So um, you know, I know Liv was incredibly disappointed that they threw um, something in the vicinity of eight hundred million dollars at him and he still didn't bite. And um, you know I think it it speaks a lot to um, to what the PGA Tour and these events have meant to Tiger and and him being able to build his his career. I mean, uh, looking looking as a as an observer, you know some of these golfers now what they're earning on the PGA Tour is a result of the Tiger Woods era. You know, this is what Tiger created and built. He made the PGA Tour what it is today because of his success. He brought so many new fans to the game that the prize money just increased exponentially and now these golfers can earn what they they had they have been able to um, and, and that's still increasing to this day. I mean, it's, it's a significant amount of money that they're earning. Um, so let's not forget that that he brings so much respect from all of the golfers. I mean, for many of these young guys, they grew up, you know, as six, seven, eight-year-olds watching Tiger win the Masters and, and dreaming of um, capturing those moments. So it should be a timely reminder for all of them of, of what really matters. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're earning 50-odd million dollars in your, your career, I don't think you're doing too badly. No, you're not doing too badly. And I think um, in, a, in a roundabout sort of a way, the LIV players who have created their reputations on the PGA as such, built up, um, built up that um, asset, if you like, under their name, have got a hell of a lot to thank Tiger Woods for as well, but I bet they don't. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's the point, is that they've, they've come through the ranks, they've used the PGA Tour or the DP World Tour as their platform to become known as players to then be able to move across to live. So so they've been incredibly, incredibly privileged to play golf through this era post-Tiger Woods to be able to boost their profile, to be able to go across to the tour. I mean, the, we're not at a stage, I mean, it's so early in live golf's um, appearance that, you know, no young player is going to go and play on 
to live tour and make a name for themselves. You know, they have to start on the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, actually build up this reputation and then hoping that Greg Norman gives them a call with um, some of um, Prince Mohammed bin Salman's money. Um, so, yeah, look, absolutely, they, they need to be thanking Tiger Woods for what he's done for the tour and the fact that they can build themselves up and, and they do need that platform. And, and you know, I think you've hit the nail on the head with that. I think that's that's a lot of the messaging that's coming out from, you know, Jay Monaghan, um, who, who leads the, the PGA Tour and is chairman of the, the, the board. Um, you know, that these events in terms of a platform to players is so important in terms of boosting their profile. You know, they owe a lot to the tour and, and for these players to go and play on live and then threaten lawsuits and take them to court because they still want to have the benefit of playing on the PGA Tour is a bit of a joke, really. It's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you want to go and take the money, go for it, but you're not going to use the PGA Tour or the DP World Tour as your platform um, to market yourself and still build your profile. It doesn't work that way. Uh, and it shouldn't either. Absolutely, David. Uh, David Bileski, you can catch him at Twitter, AT Deep Dive Golf. David, always a pleasure to, to talk to you uh, and to hear, hear your insights. Look forward to uh, the BMW this weekend. Thank you. Pleasure, Smithy. Thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.